The Shadow Davis Show on 680 CJOB. The hashtag not a sports bar. This is Curling Clubs to uh, TV networks. And they're fighting back at what they're calling a real punch to the gut. A gouge, if you will. After the parent companies of TSN and Sportsnet decided to charge licensed establishments that seat more than 100 people more money for their sports channels. For the Mayflower Curling Club in Halifax, that's an extra $450 a month. For Shamrock Curling Club in Edmonton, it's an increase from $900 uh, to $4,200 per year. For Edmonton's Crestwood Curling Club, it's an additional $2,100 a year. And for curling clubs that are... Uh, some struggling with insolvency. This is this is a major deal. Curling Canada has launched a hashtag. It's a hashtag not a sports bar to tell these communications companies they are not the same as public bars looking to make a profit. And I'll go a, a, a one step further here with that hashtag. Um, some sports bars, locally smaller, locally owned sports bars, can look at something like this and go, "Wow, like we're a small business." We're not something massive and nationwide like the Shark Club, let's just say, right? So uh, when you've got a situation like that, it really could impact people's jobs even. It already has. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, uh, there has been, because Shadow, this was launched uh, it, before May. I think it came, it came into effect for the start of May. Yes. And now some sports bars have already said, you know what, we'll we'll swallow this as uh, an added expense and a, ne- a necessary expense. Uh, so, you know, I, I get it to some point that if a business is making a profit off of an entity, then why shouldn't that entity receive some kind of a talent fee for want of a better term? So, you know, that's how I would uh, certainly uh, paint that picture. In this instance, with curling clubs, even I and I don't know if I've put feelers out for whether it applies to golf clubhouses. You know, you look at some of the bigger golf courses around Winnipeg, and their clubhouses certainly would have seating for excess of one hundred. What about the Pinnacle Club at Investors Group Field? What about Legions? You were talking about Legions. Legions. I don't. You know, I'm not sure what the seating capacity is. 100 is the cutoff. So all of a sudden, we might see an onslaught of 99 seat (laughs) venues. (laughs) Well, you know what, Kelly? 100 people is not a lot. No, it isn't. You know, so we're talking about 10, 12 tables. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So uh, we got uh, Craig is on the line. Craig Baker of Curl Manitoba. Thanks for coming on, Craig. Director. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hello, Craig. Hello. How you doing? Pretty good. It's a nice sunny day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Perfect day for curling. Let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so how is this, uh, I mean, this came into effect at the beginning of May, so has it been affecting you at all, or, or you wait until next year maybe to see the effects of, of this? Yeah, I was going to say, for us right now, it's a, it's a tough one to see the full effect because most of our clubs, well, there is no curling club that operates in May in uh, in Manitoba, but... Um, there's definitely people concerned about it and, uh, just, just listening there for, for a couple of minutes there. And, um, our understanding is that legions are actually exempt, uh, from this as well. So, so you did, you guys did bring up legions and that sort of thing, but, but curling is definitely a concern for us, uh, because we, we do believe and there is the website that not us, not a sports bar. Uh, that's kind of where we're going with it. Craig, do you know off the top of your head how many curling clubs there are in Manitoba that are under your jurisdiction, jurisdiction rather, Curl Manitoba, uh, that would have 100 or more seats? 
Yeah, our our best uh, our best guess on that when we when we went through it is we're looking somewhere between forty to fifty percent of our clubs. We have about a hundred clubs that are members of Pro Manitoba, so you're you're looking somewhere in that neighborhood of forty to fifty clubs. Uh, all the all the city clubs, so fifteen clubs within Winnipeg, and then then another assortment, some of the bigger ones out in rural Manitoba and Brandon and Portage of Prey and that sort of thing as well. Portage is unique uh, because they have the Canadians and Tavern United, so it's not doesn't really fall in, into the same sort of thing, but. But it's definitely it's definitely a concern for us, and not only in Manitoba, but it's a concern for us across Canada. So it's something that we're working on nationally, not just not just for Manitoba. Uh, with an increase, uh, we're talking about some uh, clubs in Halifax and in Edmonton. We haven't got uh, some local numbers yet, Craig. But for the Mayflower Club in a place like Halifax, an extra four hundred and fifty dollars a month, uh, an extra almost well, actually more than three thousand dollars per year for the Shamrock Curling Club in Edmonton. Uh, Crestwood Curling Club in Edmonton, $2,100 a year. Would that be enough to cause them to think twice about just putting any kind of sports on the big screen at all and start playing Love It and List It instead? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we could go to that channel. Um, but <laughs> I um, absolutely, it's it's a huge concern. $2,000 to the bottom line in any, any curling club in Manitoba is massive. Uh, our clubs are, are break-evens. In essence, they are not-for-profit organizations. So, our clubs operate to break even to, and to maybe gain a little bit of, of money for capital repairs down the future. So they're not they're not for-profit entities. In, in the majority of the clubs, no one owns the club. No one person is profiting, which is different than, you know, your Don Cherries or your, your Wayne Gretzky Sports Bars or your Boston Pizzas or whatnot. And, and, and the big premise is, you know, the bar is not what's drawing people to the facility. From our standpoint, it's the curling. It's the activity that we're, you're doing on the ice is drawing people to the facility. And then the, the cool thing about curling is the camaraderie, the, the, the social aspect. You go up and have a, have a Coke or... or a, a cold beer. one, you can <laughs> say it. <laughs> beer is fine, especially on a day like today, Craig. Absolutely. Now you, you go up and you, you have one or two drinks or with, your, with your team you just played or your, or your friends or, or, or multiple other teams there. And and hopefully the Jets game's on and you see the end of the Jets game, or hopefully Monday Night Football's on and you see the end of the Monday Night Football game. But that but that is not the reason you're going. You're not going with 30 people to go watch the Monday no. Night Football game. You're not going with 40 people to watch the Jets game and do that. If you're having a drink to 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 say who missed the the wrong shots on on the on the on the ice, and then go up and have a drink. And and it's not the the, the sport. The the TV is not the is not the is not the main draw. Right, exactly. The other thing I thought about this, Craig, is, you know, you can say, well, you know, it's just a few people and, and, you know, these curling clubs. But when you multiply it across the country, that's a large chunk of a very captive audience for events like the Scotties, like the Briar, like, uh, well, even, you know, the the Manitoba Scotties and, uh, uh, you know, the, the Viterra Men's Championship here, that if those games aren't on TV those people that are most directly linked to the sport are not watching it. For sure. And that's, that's a huge, it's not something, it's something we're working with them on it. And I want to make it clear that we're not, I guess in a way we're challenging them slightly, but we're not, we're doing this in hopefully a, a politically correct and a, and a very thought out manner. And that because they are huge partners of ours. And that is, that is one thing we, we are stressing through it as well is that, these people that are curling are also the ones that are watching the sport and our numbers continue to grow on TV every year from, from Sportsnet on Rogers when we have our provincial playdown process and then on TSN with, with Bell Media when we have the, the national playdown process is that, 
is that these people that are at the curling clubs are also the ones that are supporting the supporting the, the viewership model. So it, it goes hand in hand, and we want to make sure that that what we're doing is thought out and and and, and done effectively because because it comes back to does it come back to the fact that three thousand dollars is a huge hit for these clubs? Absolutely. So how can we do this in a, in a constructive manner? And that's what we want to make sure we're doing and making sure we're going to the, the tops of these organizations and, and having and hopefully having a discussion with them. And and that's been part of this campaign is to to let them know that we are very serious about it. Have the two massive corporations said anything back so far or are they maintaining silence? You know what? I think that's been part of it. I think from some of the communication we've seen, we have seen some soft communication back to us. Um, and and that is encouraging. But I think from their standpoint as well, I think they wanted to, to see how serious we were. And, 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 and this is where we need the curling community to rally behind us by, by contacting their MPs and, and those sort of things. And because that's what we need is we need to let them know that we are, we are serious about it because I, I think if I'm at the top of a CEO of one of these organizations is yeah, May 1st comes and goes, we're going to be very, we're going to be very angry, but come September, maybe, maybe our anger has died down and, um, and then they've gone ahead and made their money and our curling clubs continue to lose money. So we want to make sure that we keep the focus on this and, and kind of keep, in essence, keep mattering at them a little bit so they know that we are we are still there and we are still thinking about this uh, un, unfair fee adjustment. And so with the hashtag not a sports bar, what what would you like us to do with that? Like, tweet what, it out? Just tweet, <laughs> yeah, what do you want us to say? Like stop the big corporate greed kind of thing or like what message? Yeah, but not even not even that harsh. It's it's you know, give curling clubs give curling yeah. clubs a chance. You know, uh, they they are supporting you guys by by watching what you're putting on TV, uh, whether it's in their home or it's their curling club. But they are not a the curling clubs are not a for profit machine, and and that's that's, and there is a website. I think it's w uh, not a sportsbar dot ca, and it tells you on there exactly what to do with it. Uh, So we hope we encourage people to do that as well. But but we need the curlers. We need the we need the population to help us as well because us is the. The 14 provinces and territories and the one uh, national association, 15 people isn't, isn't a voice, uh, I don't think, to, to change a, a corporation. But uh, if we get the, the thousands to help us, I think we have a chance. Okay, Craig, thanks very much for taking the time to talk. Good luck with all this, and we'll stay in touch and, and talk more about it. I appreciate you guys uh, bringing this up for us. Okay, man. Have a good one. Enjoy the Thank weather. You. Have a cold one. <laughs> <laughs> that's Craig Baker of Curl Manitoba. Yeah, that's a big, huge thing, Kel. That's could really it, impact a lot of smaller places. It is, and, and I think there has to be some rethinking done on this. Like I say, for the places that are making money off of having popular sports events televised in their venues, I, you know, I have a hard time arguing against that, but for the type of venues that Craig was just describing, let's use a little discretion. Maybe they have to get a nonprofit designation or something. Yeah. Uh, so that they're not, or they can be exempt yeah. from this uh, wave of greed. <laughs> I, like to call it, I like to call it entrepreneurship. But <laughs> the Shadow Davis Show on 680 CJOB.